Giants improved to six and one. Who would have thought? Uh, and this is a crazy game, this Giants-Jaguars uh, game, where it was back and forth, another fourth quarter comeback win for the Giants, a game that should have ended a lot sooner than it did, and that, that was extremely frustrating. Uh, I mean, this could have been a really bad loss by the end of it, but the Giants find a way to win, beat a Jaguar team that is now 2-5, and five, but it, it is an improved... You know, it is an improved version of the Jaguars. Uh, you know, their final record probably won't be great. It's still a little bit confusing why the Jaguars were a three-point favorite, especially when you consider the fact that there are tons, and I knew this, tons of Giant fans that would be in Jacksonville. Uh, but a pretty even, but all in all, when you look at the stats, a pretty even game. Um, same amount of first downs, third down conversions were basically identical. Total yards were extremely close. Um, the key really being that that Giants rushing attack is something special, especially as the game goes along, where it gets better and better and better, where, you know, early on, Saquon doesn't do a whole lot, but then eventually he gets going, and then even Daniel Jones on the ground. You know, Daniel Jones in the first half passing-wise, I thought was excellent and was let down by a lot of drops. Then Jones, I, I felt, you know, struggled a little bit, uh, you know, in the third quarter. Uh, but really got, got involved with his legs. And that's a big part of Jones's game. And that was huge, you know, in, in the winning drive. He doesn't have a whole lot to throw to. I thought Wondell Robinson made a really nice impact, you know, early on. Injuries are also a part of the story. Uh, and I think that the Giants probably escape, you know, okay in terms of what it initially sounds like. So Evan Neal and Ben Bredesen... Uh, it sounds like they have MCL injuries, so they're going to be out for a bit. It, you know, but if that's all it is, we'll see them again in all likelihood. Um, but you know, you never want to. You know, who knows? We could find out. We could find out tomorrow that it's worse. But as of now, reports are is that it's an MCL injury, which kind of makes sense with the way it looked. Uh, it didn't look ACL-like on either end, um, but you knew it was something. And it sucks about Evan Neal. I thought that Tyree Phillips, you know, acquitted himself fine came in there and, and did the job, you know, we'll see. It just sucks, you know, Evan Neal's young player, but the young guys got hurt. Another a rookie, and we've seen a lot of rookie injuries already, uh, players who are out in the season, players who are currently out, players who have returned. Well, Daniel Bellinger uh, got poked in the eye, a pretty ugly scene and had a lot of blood. Doesn't look too good. Um, I'm not really sure what the prognosis is there. I think that he'll be okay um, in terms of like any sort of season ending type of injury, but definitely uh, could have been pretty bad. Uh, you know, he did leave the game. I'm not, I'm, too, I'm a little unsure on that one. I mean, eye injuries can be, you know, serious, but I, I my instinct tells me that he'll be okay. Could he miss some time? Maybe. And remember the Giants play the Seahawks next week and then there's a bye. So if there's any situations where they're kind of on the fence. I think you might see some players sit just to get a couple of weeks of you know of rest. But um, Giants defense did not play all that well. Was not impressed with the Giants defense, but it but it did what it had to when it counted, and give them credit for that. The Jaguars only had 17 points, and the Jaguars did not. No, they did. Sorry, they, they did. They got you know uh, opening drive touchdown in the second half. But after that, Giants defense did what it had to. 
It really did. Uh, and the Jaguars took a ton of penalties along the way. Giants did late. Some of them, some of those were questionable. But a fun win for the New York Giants and a win that um, wasn't easy. Like, like I said, you're going to find games on this schedule that are a hell of a lot easier in future weeks. Not next week with Seattle. We'll talk about that. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about coming out of the bye. There will be easier games than at Jacksonville. I mean, there should be, right? I mean, you never know what can happen uh, any given Sunday. But um, while it was confusing, the Jaguars were, were still a three-point favorite, right? And this game could have really went either way, but the Giants have had this winning trait that Jacksonville has not. Uh, definitely has not. The Giants have won close games. Jaguars have not won close games. Trevor Lawrence, to me, wasn't... Like, you could see that there's ability there. You could see Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback in this league, but yet still has a lot to work on. Uh, I thought Travis Etienne was explosive. He was really, really good. Uh, you know, and Christian Kirk's a nice addition by Jacksonville. It's, it's a better team than we've seen, but uh, didn't love the defense. Um, thought that they could have been better. And like I said, even with that being said, only gave up 17 points. So let's get into the game. Great opening drive for the New York Giants. And... and yeah, that's something that, like, even, like, we haven't seen this year. It's been slow starts. You don't normally see first drive of the game, Giants just efficient and good. And Wondell Robinson was definitely a major part of that opening drive, 100%. Um, but it ends up in a 32-yard touchdown catch for Darius Slayton. So Jones to Slayton, you know, in terms of, like, Wondell is kind of that best sort of slot-type guy. Uh, explosive can make moves, and Slayton on the outside. I mean, Slayton... Even with a fully healthy Giants team, I think Darius Slayton's going to outproduce Kenny Galladay. Uh, and so Slayton does a pretty nice job. Uh, you know, there might have been, there was a drop in the mix, but, you know, Slayton with a nice 32-yard catch. Uh, was an easy play. But then the Giants defense, you know, they, they, let, they let me down. And it's that response thing. You see it with the other teams, too. The Giants are good at the response. Well, the Jaguars do it as well. You know, it's... That's, that's how it goes sometimes. And the Jaguars moved down the field very, very quickly. Evan Ingram. I got to say, the, the former giant Evan Ingram looked pretty good today. Four catches for 67 yards. Like, it was a, you know, no drops. So Ingram, against his former team, does a nice job today. Uh, and the Jaguars are able, you know, really, Christian Kirk. There was a Zay Jones end-around play. There was a Dan Arnold for 24 yards. And on first and goal at the seven, Travis Etienne, seven-yard touchdown. Then the Giants take a, uh, I think there was an illegal formation penalty on the Giants uh, on the extra points. So the Jaguars decide, all right, we're going to go for two from the one, and Etienne uh, is, is successful. And so it makes it eight, seven Jaguars. So, you know, slip up there where in this day and age, you don't want to take those penalties on those extra points. Uh, then the Giants um, don't score. There is um, you know, a first down conversion, Wondell Robinson. And there was a play here, Marcus, I think it was Marcus Johnson. We're going to talk. Marcus Johnson, that's not who you want to go to. Uh, Marcus Johnson, who, you know, when he first came on for the Giants, because they were so thin, he was doing some good things. And clearly they trust him to an extent. Marcus Johnson, like when things get a little bit better health wise, like, yeah, he cannot be involved. So Johnson, there's a drop, I believe, on first and, uh, first and 20. Nice pass to Johnson. He drops it. And this is, a play, this is a play where Bredesen got hurt and leaves the game. 
Um, and eventually this leads to a, uh, a punt. Richie James on third and 14. A little bit tougher than, than Johnson, but, jo- but James also uh, with the drop. Then the Jaguars continue to do well offensively. Ingram uh, with a 28-yard reception. Um, and that sets up the Jaguars and you know puts it in the giant territory. Uh, this drive moves into the second quarter. There was a fourth down conversion on a fourth and one easy to your catch for Zay Jones. Um, Jamichael Hasty with a direct snap first down. And, but eventually the Giants do, do hold the Jaguars to a field goal, 27-yard field goal for Jacksonville. And the Giants respond with a field goal of their own. I, in thinking about it, um, and I should have brought this up sooner, Brian Dayball, I mean, love the guy, but I thought today a little bit too conservative at times where either, whether it be settling for field goals or punts, I, I it ends up working out. And so maybe it was, the, you know, all, all along it was the right thing to do. It's, you have to kind of give him, I guess, some credit for that. But yeah, I felt like there was instances where the Giants should have scored more points, should have taken some more chances, but they ended up getting the win. Um, Saquon Barkley on a five-yard run. This is where Evan Neal gets hurt. Uh, so, again, these injuries happen pretty early in the game, early in the second quarter. Then Wondell Robinson, a 17-yard reception. Matt Breida, I, I felt like my, my, Matt Breida's been a pretty good backup. Uh, you know, he's he's speedy, good in the receiving game. Um, he works well, uh, definitely. And Breida with a 14-yard catch. Then you get Daniel Jones getting involved. And Jones' ankle looks a lot better than it had, which is great. Daniel Jones is looking a lot more healthy. Then... Um, you get some penalties, a, um, offensive pass interference penalty on Marcus Johnson sets him back. There's a nine yard scramble by Jones. Then Jones to Wondell Robinson for 11 yards, a fourth and two at the 15. This is where I thought, you know, maybe you go for it. They settle for three. Gano 33 yard field goal is good. Then the Giants, uh, catch a really big break as the Jaguars are continuing to move the ball down the field with ease. The pass rush was really not there today until later on. Um, but luckily, Travis Etienne makes a big mistake. He fumbles. Xavier McKinney, I mean, he was about to maybe walk into the end zone. I mean, like, it, it was, or if not, I mean, they were set up. It was a second and 10 at the 17. He runs 12 yards. He gets the first down, um, you know, and, and McKinney fumbles, and Julian Love recovers it in the end zone. Touchback, Giants ball. That was big. We go uh, to the last possession of the half of the Giants. Pretty good drive. Saquon Barkley with a 10-yard catch. David Sills gets in the mix. 19-yard reception. And then Daniel Bellinger, 13-yard catch. This is where he gets his, you know, unfortunately his eye poked. Uh, and pretty ugly scene uh, for Daniel Bellinger. Leaves the game. Giants get a first down there. There's about a minute left. And Chris Myrick steps in. Uh, 11-yard catch for Myrick. There is, on a second and 10, a 6-yard catch for Brita. Timeout Jaguars, incomplete Jones. Can't remember what the play was there on the third and four in the Giants. Um, get a 33-yard field goal uh, to make it 13-11 with 28 seconds left. The Jaguars threaten. They do. Uh, but luckily, the Giants are able to, you know, stop it there. There, there was, you know, there was a chance. Um, but they go for Hail Mary, unsuccessful. Giants had the lead going in the second half, 13-11. Second half begins, ETN with a major run, 49-yard run for ETN. Um, and, you know, Jaguars, after a questionable rough in the pass, a call on Dexter Lawrence, had first attempt at the 11, 
And eventually, you get a first and goal at the one. QB sneak Trevor Lawrence gives the Jaguars a 17-13 lead. The extra point is blocked after a false start. Uh, so that keeps it at 17-13. Giants get the ball uh, and are moving it down. Slayton, 14-yard catch. Myrick, 10-yard catch. You get uh, Daniel Jones with an 11-yard run. And there's a rough in the pa- there is the one really bad play by Daniel Jones. He gets lucky. There's a rough in the passer penalty uh, where he's intercepted. It was a pretty bad pass by Jones, but rough in the passer. So the Giants have an opportunity. Uh, there's a I mean, what hurt them today was second and shorts that really turned into nothing. Uh, second and two, and Barkley up the middle for nothing. Then third and two, Jones incomplete to Marcus Johnson. And then a fourth and two, they try to go to Johnson again, and he drops it. And Jones is pretty upset at Johnson. You don't normally see him do that. I don't mind it. I think Jones might have, like, uh, apologized after the game. But, you know, I like to see that fire out of Jones. Johnson should have made the catch. It would have been a first down. You know, I I don't think it would have been a touchdown. It would have been a first down. Instead, Giants turn the ball over on downs. But they do a good job defensively. And this is kind of where the defense starts to pick it up. There's a three and out. But it's a pretty good punt. So the Giants uh, get the ball back, still down four, third quarter. Um, and unfortunately, they they stall out at around midfield. There was a third and four where Jones passes it to Tanner Hudson. He was calling for the ball. Nothing was going to come of it. I, I wish that Jones hadn't done that. Um, and originally, it was, it was ruled a two-yard catch. But upon further review, it's reversed. And so it's incomplete, fourth and fourth to 46 of Jacksonville. And they punt. I was surprised there. I thought they would go for it, even with the incomplete pass. But they do punt. And then Jacksonville you know, is is looking to maybe, you know, put the Giants out. Like, it did get it did get close. I mean, the Giants still would have had plenty of time left. But we go into the fourth quarter, uh, and there's, you know, a big first down conversion, a couple of big first down conversions by the Jaguars on this drive, Evan Ingram being one of them, getting it to the Giant 19. You have a third and one. Really nice job by Quincy Roche uh, stuffing uh, Travis Etienne. So now it's fourth and one, and Lawrence goes for the QB sneak, unsuccessful. Jalen Smith gets in there. Landon Collins, I should also say, made his... And Landon Collins made a couple of nice plays. Uh, didn't Wasn't on the field a whole lot, um, but a good amount, honestly. And he was, like, in, in some pretty key moments. So Landon Collins, uh, I need to make, makes his giant return and does an okay job. Um, so, uh, yeah, big stop by the Giants right there. Like, really, really big. And, and from there, uh, the Giants get going. So the ball is at the Giant, 21. So, you know, not easy. 11 minutes left in the game, more than that. Giants are down by four. And that's when, you know, Saquon and Jones really get it going on the ground. Uh, there's a 24-yard run by Daniel Jones that gets it to the Jacksonville 40. Uh, a bit, a nice third-down conversion by Barkley on third and two at the Jaguar 32. Then Saquon with a, with a very impressive 18-yard rush to the Jaguar 11. Then a defensive pass interference penalty uh, where Slayton was kind of jockeying for position, jumps up. They call that, so first and goal at the one. And you get a Daniel Jones QB sneak touchdown. Gives the Giants a 20-17 lead. And then good job by the defense. I thought for sure they'd move the ball down the field. They don't. Uh, There's a false star, an incomplete pass, a 10-yard catch, and then an incomplete to Evan Ingram. So the Giants get the ball back. This is where things get very frustrating. Very, very frustrating for me. As the Giants do get the ball back at their own 23 with a chance to ice it. Keep in mind, the Jaguars only have one timeout left with 4.30 left in the game. And the Giants, in terms of execution, do a great job. They, they run the ball down the Jaguars' throats. But Saquon Barkley, um, who is a smart football player, we, we saw it last week, 
where it wasn't, the Giants probably win the game anyway. It wasn't like the craziest savvy move of all time, but it was smart where Saquon went down against the Ravens before scoring a touchdown to ensure the victory. Just take knees, you know, no onside kick possibilities or anything like that. So we know he has it in him, but it gets progressively worse, kind of. So Saquon, first down play, 13 yards goes out of bounds. This one annoyed me because I felt like he could have stayed in bounds, but he goes out. And that one is the least, like, is the most forgivable. Okay, fine. Happens once. Uh, it, you know, the play was already towards out of bounds. So I get it. Then you have a second and three where Saquon goes for 25 yards and he's pushed out of bounds. And this one made no sense. I mean, Saquon specifically went to the outside. Just stay in. Stay, you got the first with a good game. Just completely ridiculous. After, so it keeps on getting worse. So that's frustrating. So right now, so right there, that's 80 seconds just given to the Jaguars. 80 seconds. Then, um, then we hit the two-minute warning after uh, Daniel Jones does the right thing. It's a 15-yard run for Jones, and Jones uh, goes down inbounds. So it's two-minute warning. Jaguars with one timeout left. Balls at the 20 of Jacksonville. One-yard run for Saquon. Jags burn their last timeout. Negative one-yard uh, gain for Saquon. Clock is ticking. Third and 10 at the Jacksonville 20 with 111 left. Barkley on a four-yard run goes out of bounds. Now, he tried to stay in bounds, but it should have never even gotten to that point. Like, what are you even doing going over there? And, and upon further review, they rule Saquon out. It was a close call. I guess it could have went either way, but don't even put yourself in that position. Insane. Totally insane. This, this should have been a six-point game with 20 seconds left. Instead, Gano, it was close. I mean, he actually, I think it was deflected. He, the field goal is good. 34-yard field goal, and the Jaguars have the ball, no timeouts left with about a minute left. There should have been 20 seconds left. This should have been easy, easy. Instead, it got really, really interesting. So let's first start it out where the Giants defense looked pretty good, even through, throughout all of this. And there were some ticky-tack calls against the Giants. Some of them were fair, some of them not so much. And on a third and 10, annoyingly, you get a first down conversion, Christian Kirk out of bounds. So now there's 50 seconds left. Lawrence is sacked by Dexter Lawrence, but they called defensive holding on Adore Jackson. So now it's first and 10 at the 40 with about 40 seconds left. Then Lawrence is intercepted by Fabian Moreau, but they call a legal use of hands on Dane Belton. I I'm not really sure what they saw there. I didn't see it. I did not see that. So there you go. It is a penalty on Belton. Game would have been over on the Moreau interception. The game continues. Incomplete pass, Trevor Lawrence. Then you get a false start on Cam Robinson. Another incomplete pass by Trevor Lawrence. And so, and then another, uh, and then you have a trickery play, which almost works out really well, where Christian Kirk, Kirk throws it across the field to ETN. He can't catch it. If he catches it, I think he has some room to maybe go a pretty far distance, but nothing happens. So you have 22 seconds left, fourth and 15 at the Jaguar 40. So I think you're feeling pretty good about this. However, you have a 28-yard pass completion to Marvin Jones. I'm not sure who the defender was on that, where I'm not sure if they lost the ball in the sun. It was weird. Um, but 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 the play would have extended anyway because they called roughing the passer on Dexter Lawrence, which to me, questionable call. And Thibodeau was clearly held. So Thibodeau, who was quiet at points, and he's really ramped it up at the end of games. Like, that was a sequence which was a disaster. You get the catch, the roughing the passer, and the clock stops. And they didn't call the holding penalty. So now... First and 10 at the 17 with 12 seconds left. Incomplete to Zay Jones. 
Then second and 10, incomplete to Marvin Jones. And so this ends up being the last play here. We don't know it at the time going in, but it ends up being. Third and 10, no timeouts left. The ball was sent with, I believe, seven seconds left. Christian Kirk makes the catch at the one, but is held out of the end zone with a combination of Julian Love, uh, Fabian Moreau, and Xavier McKinney. Moreau was kind of the one that was for, that was there. Love made an initial impact. Then he still tried going, and then McKinney, you know, took him down. Landon Collins eventually got in there, but you know it was pretty much decided at that point. And so, wow, like they were a yard. Of, the, the Giants were a yard away from losing this football game. You know, you you assume that the Jaguars make the extra point, you lose the game. So that would have been an absolute heartbreaker. With all the with Saquon Barkley just not going to get a bounce, just drove me insane. For a, a, a veteran, you know, smart football player, that. Really, really, really was bad. I, I haven't caught so much of the post game, but that was a bit unacceptable. Uh, but the Giants still win; they're six and one. This NFC East continues to win. Now, now the Eagles had a bye this week, but the Cowboys beat the Lions, so they're five and two. And even Washington, they beat Green Bay, so they're three and four. This NFC East division is really, really good. It is the best division in the NFC, definitely. If I had to further dissect the AFC, that that might involve further thought but just keeping it for the nfc it's the best division in the it is the best division in the conference no question about it so let's look to next week next week week eight giants have a bye in week nine so you know the giants get that bye right in the middle of the season and it'll be at the seattle seahawks who are a four and three football team geno smith's playing really well this is gonna be a tough game um winnable game for the giants but it's, you know, it would be amazing to win it. To go 7-1 into the bye would be just amazing. Um, but it will not be easy. Going to Seattle, that's a tough trip in, in general. That's, Seattle's a tough place to play. The, you know, the Seahawks fan base, they, they got to be excited. I mean, they made it, uh, it was a highway robbery. The Russell Wilson trade looks amazing for Seattle. Um, and so this will be a nice test as the Giants, you know, head into um, the bye. And... You know, the Giants will be shorthanded. Um, Evan Neal will be out, that I can assure you. Ben Bredesen will be out. I don't know about Daniel Bellinger, but, you know, the Giants have some injuries, but that, that's how it goes. Look, uh, DK Metcalf left the game for Seattle, so they're dealing with the injuries themselves. So, excited for this one. This is an unexpected, you know, really good NFC clash between two teams that have aspirations for the playoffs. Um Really, uh, like who would have thought that? But hey, I mean, the Seattle Seahawks, as we speak, are in first place in the NFC West. So this should be a pretty fun game. Giants at Seahawks. Giants with a big wild win in Jacksonville. They are six and one.